Hey everyone, you're about to listen to episode 20. This is where I interview Eric Castillo, whom I like to call the influencer. There are several people in our lives who play a behind the scenes role and push us, motivate us, inspire us to become a better version of ourselves and eventually accomplish our goals, dreams. Well, Eric has done that for a couple of the guests that have been on the show. But on this interview, we sit down and talk about his journey about his development, about his personal growth. And there are a lot of little golden nuggets of wisdom that will inspire you, encourage you to become a better version of yourself as well. Don't forget to share the show. It's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. And also, I look forward to staying in touch with you. Look for me on all platforms at I'm Happy Oscar. Hope to hear from you. Once again, enjoy the show. artist in in the music industry I was like man this is like when you go into that that uh, state of consciousness yeah. and now that I retrospect yeah and I'm like do you really want this because you might lose everything or you might gain everything but you might lose everything yeah you might become whatever you want to become but then you might lose everything you've known and I was, I was so close, but I was like, I think I've gotten enough experience to know how far I have to go. Let me yeah. go back. And then when I came back, I was like, man, this is what I learned over there. I learned about audio engineering, how to make fucking music, beats, um, how to be closer to God. Yeah. It was like a, an eye-opening experience, man. Just like, I was able to see things in a different light. It sounds good, right? You feel like Bruno Mars? I feel like fucking Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All righty. So oh, let's do a little clap for audio. Uh, <laughs> All right. So this is episode 20 of the Happy Oscar show. I got Eric Castillo here at, uh, and I'm going to call it the Happy Studio at Mile One. Thank you for being here, man. Thank you for having me, man. I'm very, very grateful to be here. Thank You're you, a very inspirational person, bro. <laughs> Thank you, man. You've inspired me. <laughs> I've inspired you to come to the show today. You've inspired me to come to the show today. <laughs> I mean, I did give you a free iPad. Uh, <laughs> By the way, no, I'm joking. I don't, don't give free iPads away. But um, hey, man, uh, I wanted to bring you on the show for a while now. Um, I remember running into you and sharing a thought right uh, so that the listeners kind of see like give them some context of why you're in the show um i remember seeing you and and telling you that you had sparked the brain right and you sparked actually your brother being digital jeff right who was on the show as well 
but um, you've influenced him, but also Josh Castillo and all that group, man. And so I'm like, uh, I need to get that guy here. Yeah. And that's you. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, other than that, man, uh, yeah, I wanted to get you on the show because this show is about the journey. It's about, uh, you know, setting, I guess, uh, a vision like for ourselves, walking towards it, falling. He's crying. Uh, <laughs> no, falling off of it, man, getting back on, but at the same time, like helping others. And I think um, this show so far, it's episode 20. I haven't really had someone that, oh, how did you help, boom, like uh, get others on the scene, right? Mm -hmm. It's more about like the dream and what they've built. But I know you've helped build a lot of that behind the scenes for them, right? So we're going to talk yeah. about that. Do you like that? Uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'm the director, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all right, bro. So tell them for the people that are listening, right, that don't know who you are, tell them who you are. Well, my name is Eric Castillo. Um, I'm a speech pathologist assistant. That's what I do as a career, but I'm also a dad. I'm a husband. I'm a family man. I got lots of family here in Laredo. So they all, I love them and they all love me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think one thing that I realized also is that uh, we're infinite beings, you know, just entirety. And like, I'm part of that and you're part of that. I think. That's something that uh, that I'm now also, yeah. Yeah, understanding. <laughs> An infinite being, a soul of God. Dude, I love that. And um, that's actually what I want to tap into. Like how, mm -hmm. how do you develop that, right? Because um, if people, like uh, obviously we're going to share like where they can connect with you, but just on your Instagram, like I'm always seeing like posts on stuff you're reading, mm -hmm. right? Um, how you're taking care of the body. So spiritually, like, I guess uh, mentally, like what you're reading, how you, what you're feeding your mind, spiritually, like what you're doing. Sometimes you talk about meditation and the books you're reading, right, are there, but also what you're feeding your body, man, physically. That's a big part of the journey. Yeah. I, I, I'm not doing that right now for me. <laughs> you have to, bro. <laughs> it it would have been bad if you answered, I know. <laughs> Dude, it but did. tell me, bro, like, uh -huh. uh, so... Um, Obviously, in your line of work, like, uh, you're helping, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, yes. it's with it's some, like, dialogue, right? Or, like, how people, yeah. not people, but, like, more, is it kids? I you're work with kids, man. Uh, I do speech pathology f uh, for kids under the age of three. And they're with, like, developmental delays. They have autism, Down syndrome, or just, like, a regular, uh, you know, just delay in language. But the company I work for, that's what we do, man. Uh, and it's a that's awesome so they're three years they're what three years old only or, or three and under yeah three and under. the population that that gets you know overlooked yeah of course because yeah. and they're cute during that stage man like i mean my <laughs> daughter's five right yeah. and but before three they're cute everything they say the mm -hmm. like how they talk but at times there's got to be a development phase that has to happen and sometimes we don't catch it because as parents we're not we're not educated and like oh my 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 i don't know my kids should be saying these syllables words i imagine that's what you're talking about right yes man exactly you like that right i love you like that you do your reading no i didn't <laughs> but um i know uh my sister uh my wife at one point wanted to do speech pathology mm -hmm. and um and you're helping in that area but uh 
And I think it's huge, right? Because as you develop yourself as an adult, like, man, if you don't get that development to communicate, like, it's, it's going to be a tough life for yeah, a bit. It right? is, man. What do you think, Um, like, uh, I guess are the biggest eye-opening things that are going on there? Like, when, when you, I guess you get a new client, or how does that work? Yeah, like, well, just the company, like, gets referrals from doctors, you know, just uh, by referral system. It's like, just people, you know, by word of mouth. Um, but more more importantly, was like when we do get a uh, like kids, and we're like trying to spark kind of like what you said right now, spark the brain. Yeah, trying to spark the mindset of the parents, man, being aware that there's a lot of things you can do with your child to yeah. mold that child to become very successful. Like just learning simple stuff, but having the the conscious to actually participate in that. Because there's so many moments throughout the day that we can do something for that child. But if you're not aware of it, you're going to miss out on those moments. That's so, so true. That, it's, I kind of coach the parents to like, hey, be aware that this is happening. Oh, so, so it does happen with the parent a lot. Like, hey, yeah. when he says this, like you need to facilitate or help him. With yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Like, I, let me backtrack a little bit. We actually coach the families to know what to do with the kids so that when we leave they know what to do like it's like a i'm giving therapy but i'm also like coaching the parent yeah so so they can know or the family to know what they have to do with the kids man when we're when we're out there because we're only there like what 45 minutes to an yeah. hour they're there 24 7 bro so bro <laughs> it's and, a big and, difference and this is going to be awesome because it'll yeah, segue yeah. in what i want to talk about mm -hmm. which is understanding ourselves right but understanding the mind, understanding others. And we were talking before we started rolling, you were saying um, how now you understand you could be, you could empathize, you, you could be compassionate. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it helps, right? In oh, your line helps. of work? It helps, man. Yeah. Did you know that going into that line of work, like, hey, I, I got to understand and put myself in other people's shoes or or did it happen there? You know what, man? Uh, I'm very, very blessed to have that, uh, I guess, that skill. Yeah. To be free and be absorbent of what I walk into oh, yeah. and not have a, like a wall, like, like, Oh, I don't want to go in here. You know, yeah. like, I go in and I try to be as neutral as possible so that the, the family, they know, cause like letting anybody into your house is like, a, you know, it's just like, Hey, who's this guy walking yeah, in? That's so, true. so I gotta be very, uh, unique in the way I am very tactful as well. Like when I walk into a house and I'm like, Hey man, this is like I'm just here to help you guys, you know, as much as yeah. I can. And but I also learn from them too. So I think that helps, man. Like just my background being like my family's very very uh, open. Yeah, we have the open door policy in my in yeah. my, <laughs> my, in like my you, family. You share everything, dude. Like in my my mom and they all live like next to each other. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's like we all walk into each other's house without even knocking, right? So we just walk in like, hey, tia, que de comer? Yeah. <laughs> Like mom didn't wake up today. No, <laughs> that's like for seconds, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro, that's awesome. So yeah, so that helps a lot. Man. It helps you, mm -hmm. your mindset Not to mindset. be open. And I'm glad I had never asked you about like that, like the whole mm -hmm. right, the in and outs of of like what you do daily. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, your bringing had a lot to do with it, right? Oh, so, yeah. dude, describe your childhood. You're the oldest of three. Yes, sir. Right. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you ventured into creativity, right? Early on, because you sparked um, Digital Jeff, right? Who is now Digital Jeff. Digital Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you sparked his brain and, and uh, others as well. But like, 
tell me about your childhood man. growing up. How were you, man? Childhood, the childhood memories, man, are so beautiful. Were man. you travieso? Mm, yeah, kind of, <laughs> sort of. You have to be, bro, to, to, <laughs> I guess, to push the boundaries. Yeah, I was, in a, but not that bad, though. I, mean, I was a pretty good kid, but, like, artistically wise, like, yeah. man, I can remember, like, early, 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 early in my life, like, trying to always create, always be an artist. Like, I, I was a, like, when the whole break dance was going on, I was doing that. Like, I was doing it in my house, and everybody's like, come on, do it, do it. Like, Dude, spins, I, I was, back spins and all that crazy stuff. I was breakdancing for, like, a minute. Dumbian. <laughs> I sucked. Bro. Right? Yeah, I could never get on my head and spin. And but then, <laughs> I cool. get it. No, it's cool. So you were trying that, okay? Yeah, and, when, and then I got into, like, movies. And then uh, Jeffrey told you the story about how we got the yes. first camera, right? But share it. So my version of the story is a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> The real cut. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. We got the camera, dude. And I was like, my mind just went like, movie. Let's make a freaking movie. Yeah. And I was like 10 years old, man. And uh, it was funny because there's a quote that my cousins and I know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to laugh so hard. Laugh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> What's the quote? The, the quote is like, I'm the writer, the producer, and the director. Yeah. And I said that, dude. <laughs> Before at, you were doing all that, yeah, dude, it was it was crazy because we did the film. The film it was a parody of the nerds. Remember the nerds, mm -hmm. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. So I did a parody of that. And I was ten years old, bro. This is before YouTube and all this craziness, right? So yeah. I did the film, and it, it was pretty funny. I had my all my brothers and and I had my cousins and I had a freaking extras and everything. Like, hey, everybody had their role, you know. Yeah. And I was behind the camera. I never came out on the movie. I I didn't even make a cameo in my own movie until the end. That's when I said, I'm the writer, director, and the producer. Like, <laughs> it was funny, dude. So I, I mean, we made the film. It was so fun, man. I love doing that. That's actually one of my passions, like making creative art, like film like that. Dude, I still remember. It was O2, right? Mm -hmm. We'll go back and forward, right, during yeah, this yeah. conversation. But I remember it was O2 or probably 2004, and um, elections were going on, and you were walking around campus at TEMU mm -hmm. recording like people's thoughts on, on the candidates for presidency. Right, Actually, and that was me. Yeah, man. that was you, bro. And um, but I remember you always had the the like a camera with you. Mm -hmm. And so okay, you're 10 years old. You're creating this film, right? Yeah. What happens next? Like, how do you you started adventuring into other creative like fields? Just uh, it was well, we still I started making a lot of films like just recording my brothers and my cousins. Like you can ask Jeff, man. We had like yeah. this little uh, like a comedy show. Yeah. Me and Jeff. Jeff and I and Rick too, like we were just like do crazy funny stuff. And then one of my good friends, George Cookie. Yeah. I don't know if you know him, but I haven't met him. He's a freaking I mean, he's a comedian, walking comedian. He can never be like chill with that guy. He's always making you laugh. So I would use him on my on my films. I would just make crazy films with him. I'm like, hey man, I want you to play this character and just like go crazy and I'm gonna record you. Yeah. And it was funny because I had like the huge camera, right? And I'm walking around chasing it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're doing like little skits. And I'm cracking up the whole time. Like, I can't even hold my laugh, you know? Like, yeah. Like, you don't do that shit, like, when you're recording. Yeah. Like, you're like, <laughs> like, but it's so funny, man. Like, it's kind of like when you watch a show. Yeah. Right? And, like, let's say you're watching, uh, what's the show now? Like, Friends or whatever? I don't know. I don't yeah. watch TV. Oh, yeah. And, they, the, and the, you hear the laughter in the background? Yeah. What is it? it have, like, they're actually <sighs> using it on Fuller House now. They still use it. It's like a fake laugh. Yeah. But it, like, <laughs> I was doing the real laughing. <laughs> yeah, but, man, I got into doing all kinds of fun. I, lo I love doing funny videos 
Like that's what I, I used to like, or I still like, but I don't do it as much. But that's what we used to do, man. Just make funny films and just go off of that. And then when I started uh, getting older, I got into photography uh, in LCC. Yeah. I took the photography photography course, and we actually developed the film. We had the the dark room, the red room, whatever. That was fun. Man. Did you have a photographer name or or company? Yeah. What was it? The Digital Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Digital. <laughs> this is before, the, dude. This is, this is before the digital era, dude. So, oh, so oh, it's a this it's a spinoff of your name. Digital yeah. Jeff is a spinoff. <laughs> I'm playing Jeff. It's so fun, bro. Because it's awesome. This is this is when cameras had the actual film, dude. It was so fun, man. Like, just so it was it analog, Eric? This is analog, Eric. Yeah, that's better, dude. I like that. <laughs> No, but what was it? Did Fla- you have any? Floppy disk, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. Dude, this is like the era when the cameras were so freaking, like, just, you had to actually learn. The, they were bulky, dude. Bulky, heavy. Film. It was black and white images. Like, you had to, like, work with the the waters and, I don't know, I forgot the different liquids that you put them in. Yeah, like when you develop it was so fun, dude. Like, I would spend hours there just developing film and getting creative with that. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool, man. Like, this is a good art. Yeah. So I got into that. And, and then I was just taking pictures during, I think it looks like, I think it's like a six-month course or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, like a three-month course. Got it. It was fun, man. It was fun. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what was the name? The name of what? Of your, of your photographer company. I didn't have a company. <laughs> <laughs> floppy disk That's company awesome, bro. <laughs> camera company. oh yeah you were you were talking about how yeah. well the creativity right uh-huh. and then you got into photography how old are you then when that was going uh, on about 19 20 years okay. old mm-hmm. and then um why didn't you follow it I'm, what happened man it's because also I was, i'm like what happened no check no. it out man the thing is i've always been into the arts uh, okay i was into like painting i was into music video yeah. photography like all of that is like i love all that stuff yeah it's great yeah you love the I creativity love yeah so i also wanted to be an mc you know what I mean? like a hip-hop artist yeah and when i was like 20 years old i got i was so passionate about that too so that kind of sh- like took me into different courses in my life like nice. uh i was like you know what let me go to houston yeah i, I heard that right you went uh-huh. to houston then you came back and you that yeah, that's when you introduced them to you intru- engineering. Probably was it that? Actually, when <coughs> I went to Houston, that was the only school that was near Laredo that had a audio engineering program. But I didn't really go for audio engineering. I really wanted to be a freaking like MC, you know, just like yeah. bust out rapping, like you know. So you're good at freestyling or what? Uh, not really. No, <laughs> that's why I'm here, bro. <laughs> Hey, bro, but, but you have a lot of creatives in your family, man, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I mean, you, you have Jeff, then you got Jay, right? Jay Zilla? Jay Zilla, yeah. You got Josh doing the podcast. Josh. You got your cousins. Then they two lines. Those yeah, are the mm-hmm. um, Dude, there's a lot of, of creativity, but dude. like, are you the oldest of, of the group? Pro- yeah. You are, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah, because, wow. So, when I came, when I went to Houston, it was a, an eye-opening experience, man, because like... I went for 
I wanted to become an artist as in in the music industry. But I was like, man, this is like when you go into that that uh, state of consciousness. Yeah. And now that I retrospect, yeah, and I'm like, do you really want this? Because you might lose everything, or you might gain everything, but you might lose everything. Yeah, that, I mean, in the in the sense that uh, you might, yeah, you might become whatever you want to become, but then you might lose everything you've known. Yeah, like so, fa- from family, experience, yeah, just everything. So I was like, it 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 kind of gave me like a. This happened to you over there, bro. Yeah. So do you remember the moment? Yeah. What was it? Share. This well, is the first time you shared it. No. Oh man. The second time. <laughs> In the floppy disk era, yeah. I had it recorded. In the no, floppy yeah, but what, <laughs> hey, dude, what was the moment? No, man, it's just like um, when you when you're close to God and people are there for you, right, and they're praying for you. I think divine intervention happens, and then you, if you're in the if you're uh, absorbent of that, you'll wake up and be like, what, what am I doing? You know, like, is this really like what I want? So I think there was a moment. Where I was like, dude, I don't really want this because um, I don't want to miss out on my brothers, yeah. you know, being around them. And like my future, like seems like if I'm in this field, even because an audio engineering dude, I was amazingly good. And talking about audio engineering. Well, I'm looking for one. So that, uh. that's why I told you the acoustics. But check it out, dude. Uh, that was something that I was became really good at. I was like, even if I go into audio engineering and I become like this roadie for like yeah, big artist or whatever, or just a, uh, whatever, you know, like I can do really good with that. But when am I going to be home to be like with my family? Because I'm a really, you know, You're, dude, yeah, I'm a family, family man. I'm a family man, dude. Like, I love that. I, I grew up very close to the family. So it is going against the norms of what I know. It's like. I'm, I'm, I was going into new territories, like kind of like a pioneer. Like, yeah. Man, should I go there or not? You know. And I was, I was so close, but I was like, I think I've gotten enough experience to know how far I have to go. Let me yeah. go back. And then when I came back, I was like, man, this is what I learned over there. I learned about audio engineering, how to make fucking music, beats, um, how to be closer to God. Yeah. It was like a, an eye-opening experience, man. Just like I was able to see things in a different light. Like I was out of, getting out of my shell of being this sheltered. Kid. Yeah, but like you, you need to follow this, this. Yeah, yeah. And the little shell. Mm-hmm. Dude, and then you said that, which is a key, closer to God, right? Mm-hmm. So was it because you had surrendered to the decision, and you're like, I'm just gonna make the decision, or how did you get closer to God? Uh, what what <clears throat> say it again? Cause I, I didn't understand. You said you're mm-hmm. you got closer to God. You learned mm-hmm. to be closer to God while you were in Houston. How mm-hmm. so? Like, I mean, just like I said, I think a lot I had to do because my family was praying for me always. Like my grandma, she would tell me, you know, my mom, my tia, <clears throat> my godmother, and she gave me a little Bible, and I carried it with me and I would read it every now and then, and. Uh, I don't read the Bible that much, but during yeah. those moments, I would just open it and whatever I read, I would just absorb it. Turns it turns out it's the word. Yeah. So it was like something spiritual happened to me during over there, man. It's like there's there's more to life than just what's here materialistically, you know? Like, Would you say that that was a big decision of your life? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right. Yes. One of the significant points, right? Yes, yes, yes. I think, yes, like for sure, for sure, man. Because everything that's happened ever <clears> since has <throat> got me to where I'm at right now, sitting in front of you. Yeah. Because I've been more uh, appreciative of the moments that are very uh, impactful in yeah. the in what decisions I make. And it's crazy because everything that's flourished out of that little flower, that that blossom, and that's happening right now, I'm like, wow, I'm so thankful to God that everything I've been through has led me where I'm at right now. Yeah, like that's that's why I went through it. Yeah. And yeah, you realize I mean, that. And it's nothing hard because I mean, and I haven't been through like crazy moments where, but I mean, just self moments where I'm like, okay, this is Bro. where I have to be right now. Yeah, and it's like they say, you said your grandma was praying, right? And I know she passed a couple of years ago. Four years right? ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say the no, if, when you realize that your grandma's prayers are still protecting you, mm-hmm. is one of the best moments. Right? Yeah. And people, sometimes we don't realize that, that the prayers your grandma said back then are still protecting you and any 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 of our... That's um, my grandma. Yeah. There you go, right? And, yeah. <laughs> and any of our... Even ancestors, man, like like it's been going down. It's you're part of that that mm-hmm. uh, creation. So, um, dude, that's awesome. So you come back, right? Mm-hmm. And you're now in Laredo, right? Um, you start influencing people around you. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm an influencer. I'm yeah. the original influencer. That's bro. what I was gonna say, man. Before <laughs> I don't even know if I said it on it on here already, but I don't think so. Before we started recording, I said I really want to tap into how you've influenced people before this whole I'm an influencer era, right? And there's been a lot of individuals like you Mm -hmm. that have sparked that brain. And I'm quoting Tupac here where he says, like, Tupac, I mean, had a platform, was delivering messages, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And he's interviewed and he says, like, I might not be the man that changes the world. I'm paraphrasing, quoting, right? I might not be the man that changes the world, but I might spark the brain that does, right? And I mean, just seeing Jeff, like where he's at right now, producing next to Gerard and what they're doing, just this last show that aired with Daniel Di Piazza, Di Piazza was insane. And I mean, you've seen his growth, right? So I wanted to tap into that, man. The whole, <clears throat> that couldn't have been possible if there's not that person that sparked the brain. Yeah, and there's been those people in my side. Like I even said, Jeff is the one that sparked it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's on episode one. Mm-hmm. People want to check. Like I start like that this podcast, and um, I think it's important. So, when did you realize? Have you? Re- I'm sure you realized already, but that that was your role, right? To mm-hmm. come back and spark people. Had you realized that? Actually, it took me a while, man, because I still wanted to be. I think like when you talk about ego, right? Yeah. I heard you t- mention in in your. Several, several of the episodes. The ego is very, you know, like arrogant. You know, like, I want to do this. Yeah, me, me, me. Me. And at, at one point, I was like, yo, I want to do this. I want to be the one that does this. And little by little, I was like, I started reading more and more. I was like, man, I don't need to do all that stuff. You know, like, little by little, like, this just gives me the the freedom to be like, you know what? This is somebody else's role, man, to do this like the music thing, I really want to do the music thing. Now, like two of my family members are doing it, or three. Like they're doing it. They're doing music. Man. Yeah, but you and, were an influencer. And I'm like, wow, that's that's what I want to do. But I don't think that's my calling. You know, like, all right, like I, I'm able to see that now. 
And then uh, did it take a while? I want to dig into it. Did it take a while once you to realize that and be like, shoot, it's, it's not for me? Was it a battle in your mind? It's a, it was, and it still is, man. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm sure, bro, because mm-hmm. um, you have so much creativity, right? And yeah, and we're tapping into that here. Mm-hmm. But like, you do have a lot of creativity, but it's hard to take a backseat. Like, and it is, man. Yeah, yeah. But I think now that I'm like, yeah, I'm in the backseat, and it's okay. Like, we're, it, I, this is one of my quotes. And before you ask me about the quotes, yeah, <laughs> you are where you have to be. Yeah, who says that? me oh shoot nice you are where you have to be that's it yeah there is a there's a divine plan you are where you have to be like it's i'm here right now because this is where I, what the cosmos want right now yeah like you gotta be part of that dude i love it and it's when we fight that that there's uncertainty there's mm-hmm. negativity in us that negative energy and um i think it's amazing bro that you realize that right and i hope people listening are like Oh, shoot, that's true. Because, yeah, at times, they call it seasons. Like, there's an awesome book in the Bible, mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes. And I love it because the author uh, talks about there's different seasons in life. So there's a, uh, there's times to weep, times to smile, times mm-hmm. to impact, which is what you're doing. Yeah. And then there's times to create. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that will come, you know? And I like that. I yeah. like that you're saying that because <clears throat> um, I think as you as you grow older or... Not older, but maybe just you can it can happen at any age. But sometimes you are more enlightened or more aware of stuff at a certain age. And to me, I think it's happening right now. Like I feel like I understand a lot of things better. I mean, I'm not saying I'm like super wise yeah. or anything, but I thank God that He's given me the wisdom to perceive stuff in a different light. You know? And help people. I'm sure you help yeah. people daily, dude. Did you hear that? You saw, you saw a story where I, um, this lady came up to me, yeah, and she's About like, the dog "I lost shit. my dog." And I was like, don't worry about it. We're going to find it. You're going to find it. Do your faith. I thought, you're going to find it. And I was in my car, like, waiting for my patient to get arrived. And then I was there, like, waiting, waiting. And this lady walks up to me and, like, knocks on my door. You know, yeah. like, I open it. Like, I, I thought she was probably going to tell me, like, hey, what are you doing here, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And she's like, uh, hey, um, I'm looking for my dog. And she's all weeping and, like, very tearful. And, and she's like, um. I don't. I can't find it. He was here like two hours ago, and he he just ran away, and she's crying, dude. And I was like, okay, no, you're gonna find it. You're gonna find it. She's like, no, it's okay, it's okay. Like, you want me to? Yeah, I told her, you want me to drive around the block, and because she was walking, I was like, I can drive around the block for you. Say, no, it's okay. I already did that. You're not gonna find him. And the the language, the words are very powerful. That's one of the things I've learned too. Words are powerful. So I was like, you know what? You're gonna find it. I I didn't say I'm gonna find it. I said you're gonna find it. I don't know why I said that. Oh, shit. That's so true. But I was thinking that I was going to find it. But I told her, you're going to find it. Right? So I drive away. And it took like a 10-minute drive around the block. I asked a couple of people. They said they had seen the dog, whatever. I pull up to the house of my patient. She's already there. So I walk in. And uh, before I walk in, I told the lady, ma'am, I asked around the block. And no, the people saw it, but it's, it could, it's still missing. Nobody picked him up, you know. And I said, what's the dog's name? She's like, Odie. Yeah. Oh, Odie, cool. All right. And then when I was driving around the block, I was driving with the windows down. I was like, Odie, Odie. I was like, people are going to think, what the hell is wrong with this crazy guy? <laughs> like, I really wanted to find the dog, right? I could imagine that, bro. So I go back. <clears throat> quick story before I next to running. Yeah, no, you're good. So uh, 
I go back and my patient's there, so I walk in. And I'm doing my therapy and everything. And everything's going good. And I ask them, the lady, hey, hey, had you seen the dog? She's like, no. The, the lady for the for the, the mom, the kid's mom. And she's like, no, I haven't seen him. And then we heard a knock like 20 minutes into my visit. I was like, that's the lady. She's like, she's probably still looking for her dog. And my patient's mom, she, she opens the door. And the, the lady's outside with Odie, bro. She found it. She was crying with tears of joy, man. She's like, thank you so much. Thank you. She's like, and she, she called me over. And she gave me a hug. And I hugged her, too. And it was like, I told you to find it. And she's like, thank you so much. This, she's told me, the reason this is so important for me to find this dog is because my son passed away five years ago. And this was his dog. This is the only thing I have from him that, that's living. That I connects remind, me. To. Yeah. Bro, that's intense. So I was like, man. Was, but you were put in that. Yeah, like you were saying, like we're put in certain situations where. Yeah, your job that day was to be for there. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we pass up on those. You're yeah. like, I don't have time. Yeah, you can be uh, like, nah, plus, that's her problem, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the dog lady. She's going crazy. <clears throat> you know, like, oh, the cat lady. You know, like those phrases. No, dude, and I saw that. It was a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you had that, uh, like, with these seasons, right, that we were talking about yeah. how at one point you're just influencing. Now you're hopefully into the creating, right, where you're mm-hmm. helping and inspiring others. But through all that, man, I'm sure, like, there's been mental battles, right, like, in and like where you want to be at the forefront because it's hard being in the background right at times Mm -hmm. um how have you developed your mindset like because now you understand that you're saying you have clarity Mm -hmm. it's god's grace i always say self-awareness right but like you gotta feed it and you gotta put yourself in situations that challenge the ego that challenge uh ourselves right um so like how during these years because you're like you're 31 right now (laughs) (laughs) I wish. <laughs> no, no, but... We, <laughs> 31 was a good year, though. <laughs> it was. No, but, like, um, you're young, man, and you've mm-hmm. you've had um, these years. How have you developed your mindset? Like, I'm sure it wasn't in school because I went through school as well, and they don't teach that there. Yeah. And um, even college, you learn a little bit, but, like, you're not really, like... Like, I, I see it. it. You don't learn that introspection spiritual um and so how how like tell me how do you do how have you done it i think of uh like just being close to god like praying praying is very powerful um and that was taught by my my guru which was my my grandmother yeah lalita he has like the yogananda everyone has their guru yeah but she like indirectly i didn't know until, until a couple of days ago i was like who was my leader growing up like spiritually and my grandmother man for real she taught me so much like all kinds of cool stuff man that i now learn how to i'm learning how to apply it to my daily life and to help other people around me just the whole like um just praying keeping family close you know making sure that your thoughts are are vibrant and good so that it feeds off that that good spirit you have and kind of weighs everything off like all that negative energy that you had around you and it works man i mean yeah i don't know i don't know but people always tell me like why are you always so like calm and chill and happy like, you are bro i'm like i don't know man like, i think that's a god-given talent or something yeah no it is i think you <laughs> i think you're listening to him mm-hmm. um and you're you're just playing your part being yeah. you that, are who 
the energy source. What is it? You are. You you are you are where you have you are who you have to be. You are who you have to be at times. Right? Or you, I forgot what it was. Yeah. Okay, but practicality. <laughs> practicality, like, yeah, yeah. how does that look? Like praying and all that. Like daily, do you have some? Oh, routines? like a ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are mm, your? Honestly, man, it's just an ongoing thing. It's like spontaneous prayer. Spontaneous. Yeah. It's nothing. I don't know, man. It's not like I do it. Like maybe in the mornings. Sometimes during the day at random moments. And um, for sure, man, like every day, is just, like, there's something that I have to like get be thanks. Deep. Like just be thankful and then like, boom, just give me it enlightenment. Comes. God, give me enlightenment and let me see how I can help myself and other ones, other people around me. And then those opportunities come around and okay, this is the opportunity where you need to intervene or just be part of this situation or whatever. And yeah. So it goes, man. Dude, I like it. Easy formulas. <laughs> yeah, easy. Keep it, and what do they say? Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Right? <laughs> like we try to, yeah. We try to over, over plan and and get the right app and <laughs> and and and, yeah. and and decorate the room the right way and mm -hmm. get the right incense. Yeah. And and research, it's, dude. I've been on that other end where I'm researching this. Like, uh -huh. what's the the right way to like set myself up and it's just like God seeing all this and smiling and mm -hmm. saying like, bro, just get to, I'm just listening. Get to it. Just get to it. Like, Hey man, hurry up. <laughs> we were talking about before we started recording, like back then, dude, like, like Jesus, apostles, anyone spiritually, Buddha, anyone, they weren't like, Oh, hold on. Let me get my app. Hold on. Yeah. Let me get my app. I need to pray. <laughs> I need my meditation app. <laughs> and yeah. showing like I, I've meditated 300 hours. Yeah. How, how many have you meditated? <laughs> Bro, it's like it's funny, but it's it's it's, it's uh, a thing. it's a humor thing because yeah. I I've been part of that too, getting caught up in that game, dude. Mm -hmm. Hey everyone, so we'll get back to the interview in a bit. We're going to get into this segment, which is the question of the show segment where I ask you, the listener, a question that you know you're able to ask yourself and that hopefully leads into some self-reflection and some empowering thoughts attitudes behind it to get you moving on this journey of life so the question of the show is if you could improve one aspect of your life what would it be and as you think about that think about your relationships your mindset, your finances, your health. There are so many areas of our lives that we can work on every day, but just choose one and start working on it today. And if you hear Eric's interview, he's been constantly working on different areas of his life, but focusing on one at a time. And I think that's super important for us to continue moving forward on our dreams on our goals so once again if you could improve one aspect of your life what would it be and now we're back to the show I want to ask you social media right mm -hmm. uh, like I know you use it right and I said you post like what you're reading mm -hmm. um 
and you post stories there, which the most recently was the one of, of you helping, right? Or being there for that lady, right? Mm -hmm. Giving her, you know, just uh, saying words of faith at that point, yeah. right? But like social media is impactful, right? Super, it is, it is. right? It wasn't around when you were creating your first videos. You said like yeah. it was you were just creating out of nowhere. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, on it, man? Like right now that people like are creating or trying to influence, right? Because there's like mm -hmm. those influencers that... Yeah, what are your thoughts? I don't want to feed your brain with that, but like, what are your thoughts on social media? I think social media is a double-edged sword, you know, um, because it does create um, false hopes for people at points. And then at times, it's kind of like when I was back in 2000, when I, w I really wanted that thing to yeah. be an artist, right? Because I was being fed that through the... And that's a whole nother story. Right. Through the school you were at. Through, not the school, but just like the the whole society. The whole society is like feeding you like um, imagery through TV, uh, radio. And it's just, this is a new form of teaching you through. Instead of the radio and the television, it's the phone. You know, the phone has all the capabilities that the phone, the, t the TV and the radio had back in the day. So you're being fed a lot of stuff throughout the day. And you're influenced, right? And you're talking about influence. Yeah. So social media is a bit double-edged sword because it can influence you in the right way or it can influence you in the wrong way. And we have to, I guess, be uh, aware where to go because you can easily go boom and then you're negative. It's very binary. It's like yeah. it's either positive or it's negative. Super, it's either it's zero or zero simple, one. Bro. And if you keep on going the right way, then you're pretty much using it for the right purposes and you'll be good with it. But like give it to a three-year-old and then that kid is just watching video after video and I tell my kid all the time, stop watching that. You know, yeah. I, I'm, excuse my words. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, stop watching those videos, man. Like, yeah. And like, and then I, I kind of guide them what to watch because they, they can easily watch something that's not appropriate. Yeah. And social media has created that uh, um, like YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, where you, you, there's so much coming into your mind. There's so much coming into your mind. So it can influence you in the wrong way or in the good way. So we have to figure out how to coach our kids and, and people around us. Maybe to take a, you know, like there's, there's times like for humor and there's times yeah. for learning, but to be conscious about that. Because if you, you you can easily lose conscience about that and be like, you're going the wrong way, man. You got to steer back. Yeah. Like to them, it's a business. <clears throat> it's a business of, of attention. Yeah. Like of you opening the app, right? And I'm sure the listeners here understand that. Um, but like it's it's a business. So at times we got to see how, how, how much time we spend at the business. Mm -hmm. In the business, like going to a bar. Right. Like, like yeah. you go there, you're going to have a good time. There's alcohol. You might have a drink, whatever. That's how I see it. Right. But then you got to leave at one point. Yeah. Right. And the more you go to that business and not see it. And I mean, you develop a, a habit of a habit. Uh, uh, alcoholism or anything, bro. It's like same thing with social, social media. media, man. It's very it's, and like talking about that real quick. Um, like even just like if you turn off your you turn on your phone. Right. Like, and everybody mostly everybody has handheld devices now. And well, I have a flip phone. Yeah, I'm me playing, too. Bro. That's on my side pocket. <laughs> no, but yeah, I got that. No, but you open it up, yeah. right? And the first thing you do unconsciously is probably open the first, the most, the app that you use the most. Yeah, unconsciously. Unconscious. Have you ever caught yourself and you're yes. like, dude, why did I open this yes. right now? 
yesterday. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure the listeners say yes if you, yeah, in the car. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. If you're listening to this, you've done that and we Everybody all do it. Everybody does it. Yeah, so Everybody that's happened. And let's say um, yesterday real quick, um, I'm trying to run, right? And I'm trying to like document my miles and stuff, yeah. how many miles I run and stuff. So I'm trying to get to that app, but something diverts my attention and I go to different apps. I'm like, no, 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 no. Go to the app you want to. Excuse me, Andrew. Yeah. But go to the app. Like, just go to the app real quick. And no, like, these simple, like, binary decisions are happening throughout the day with millions of people, man. So yeah. social media is very powerful. And that's why I'm saying, like, we have to be careful. Because, I mean, that's why I try to promote the good stuff now. You know, before I was, like, when I was using Snapchat at first, I was, yeah. like, doing crazy funny videos, like, yeah. of characters and stuff. <laughs> I love doing that, right? But, I mean, you can only do so much of that because then people are feeding into that energy. You need to create the positive energy as well. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And that's so true, man. So, yeah. do you, just being um, conscious, like a human being, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're making these decisions, right? How do you think someone can, and I'm going to get deep here, how do you think someone can build that consciousness, like of catching themselves? Like, how did you start, for example, to lead you in there, like for me? I first started with like like jotting down where I spend my time. And you could easily find that on the iPhone if you have it now. Go to battery and then you could check. It tells you. Yeah, and you could wow, check by time. It will check yours, right? But like it'll tell you at one point, I mean I'm open here, but like within the seven within seven days, dude, I think I had done ten hours on Facebook screen time. Okay? Wow. So at first I, I had to okay, well how did I spend those ten hours, right? And um, then I started cutting back on it. And when I spend time on Facebook now, it's what what the app was intended to do, bro, which is what? Connect people, right? Mm -hmm. So I try to comment. Like, I try to make it uh, productive time. Because yes. I still like consuming. You know, I like keeping up with, with friends, yeah. uh, family. But it, it's more conscious. Like, I'm like, oh, shoot, or I'm posting something. Like, mm -hmm. what the app was intended to do, because it wasn't intended to be chismosos. Yeah. It was intended to connect. Connect. And then there's people out there that actually delete friends that aren't posting, bro, because they're like, oh, these guys are just being chismosos. Yeah, yeah, you know? you're just looking at me, man. <laughs> and so, um, anyway, um, yeah, how, I don't know your take on that, on developing that consciousness of catching yourself. Not mm. only social media, but what you're eating, because I want to segue into that. Like, uh -huh. how, did, how, how, did, how does one develop that, or what do you think? It's crazy, man, because it all goes back to my grandmother, man. Uh, growing up, she would always tell us for Lent, right, give up something. Like, give up meat for sure, give up, then something else. And so giving up something for me later on in life, maybe like five years ago, I started giving up. Dancing, you know right? You dancing. Gave, you gave up dancing. I, <laughs> I, I stopped giving up dancing, bro. Like, no more. No, no more wait, dancing. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so what was this? No, I stopped. Actually, I, stick, uh, I stopped listening to music, man, for 40 days. No music. And I was like, just quiet. And I was like, you know what? Let me just... Sometimes I would listen to talk show radio, but then I wouldn't even listen to anything, bro. Just quietness. And I started noticing a big change in awareness. Just like, wow. Like, nobody has control over me right now. Just myself. Nothing, nothing, nothing. This is before, like, the apps are getting bigger now. Like, now the apps, yeah, they take yeah. over you right away. But before the apps and all that shit started happening, like, I was just, like, zone out and be, like, meditating and, like, while I'm driving. 
And this is when I got into frequency meditation. This is a whole nother. Yeah. And this is where I like started becoming more aware of like, you know what? Uh, just zone out, meditate, create the, the positive energy around you. And then just flow. Just flow. Dude, I love that too. Those 40 days, right, mm-hmm. um, that you spent without music because you obviously shared because it was impactful, yeah. right? It's, yeah. But, but yeah, you're, you're spending time with yourselves and, and we don't know how to do that anymore, bro. Yeah, man. It's like uh, I actually challenged myself to be at a Starbucks line wherever it's at without my phone. Like, don't take your phone out. Mm-hmm. And, dude, we're very, at least I am, very socially Maybe. awkward, bro, because you don't know what to do without your phone. You're like, okay, what do, what do we do? And uh-huh. there's... So anyway, um, that that's awesome. Huh? The, your question was exactly because like, I lost a little bit of train of thought right there. What like was it? building the consciousness, like catching yourself. Yeah. Okay. So so doing that right, and then I've done it like almost since then. I've almost do it every Lent. I'm a Catholic, so yeah, I do all course. that stuff, you know. So, and now I just do it sometimes just because I want to do it. I don't listen to anything, but I listen more to podcasts now. But because you happy Oscar happy show. Oscar show you know of course. the happy Oscar <laughs> show is always on Eric's vice <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah so yeah. you're choosing that like you're not waiting oh um during this um uh Lent or you're mm-hmm. actually just doing it on the go yeah on the go which you can do that um I was I was hearing a podcast man I don't remember but you can do that every hour you can mm-hmm. be like okay right now I'm gonna fast from um or if you want to use the word fast or eliminate whatever you want to mm-hmm. use right but um i'm gonna fast from like um consuming social media and you start with one hour right and yeah, then you do it's two, the same thing yeah. and then three and four and then it becomes a week um so that's really awesome that you're sharing because it's practicality like for the listeners like mm-hmm. practicality on building the mindset because that mindset man has allowed you to be strong, right? And yes. in, in, in giving up. No, you didn't give it up. I don't want to say that. But in making the decision of like, hey, this is not for me, audio engineering while I'm in Houston. Mm-hmm. Like you realized it and you had to come back and be in terms to, to come to terms that you made that decision, right? Yeah, and tough. then now it led you into something else. But your mindset had a lot to do with it. So as people are going through this journey, whatever it is they're, they're, when they're listening they got to have that mindset. Know that the, the moment you make a big decision, leave the relationship, um, switch jobs, mm-hmm. uh, start a creative venture, uh, anything, you gotta, you're going to have to have the mindset. And I say that from personal experience because I went through five years ago, like mm-hmm. boom, a little dip. And then now I'm like, okay, getting out. But it's really key, man, because that mindset you've built. I want to get into the body, bro, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you were talking, you shared something crazy on on instagram i say crazy because i even commented and i said oh shoot like um it was about your sugars how your brain yeah, yeah. Uh, share with the okay, where so you read that or what it was actually i've, I've been well it goes back to my grandmother because my grandmother was really about the health right like she would help a lot of people um change their diets and kind of like cure them from any diseases that they had and she's she studied man like she studied like in her later life for this stuff so when she before she passed away, like the last years in her life, I was able to kind of be like, she was my mentor, you know. She told me she taught me about Reiki. She told me about uh, the reading the eye. The ref, uh, I forgot what it's called, but reflexology, all that stuff. Okay. Um, like when you're talking to people. Yeah, like that's what she taught me. Okay, okay. And then and then she taught me also about 
you know, just eating right, eating healthy, like avoiding these foods and stuff. So that was always in my mind, dude. So lately, I was like, you know what? One day I was driving, and it's crazy, like divine intervention. After she passed away, she, she before she passed away, she gave me a, a a binder of information. Right. But when she passed away, I had it with me on me on the car in the back seat. And one day I was driving, and then all of a sudden it just falls into my lap, like literally on my lap, dude. I was like, okay, God, this is. This is a sign for my grandmother, right? Yeah, of course. So I opened the, the, the binder and I started reading, like, her written diet plan. Like, she wrote it with her own, like, pencil, pen, whatever, you know. And it said exactly what to eat and what not to eat. And I, I was, boom, woke up, like, man, this is a sign, dude. Like, you need to take care of yourself. Like, your body, what you eat, what you think, all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me let me read the, the diet plan and I started reading it like man it makes so much sense like just cutting out all the other stuff and eating these foods you can cure yourself from a lot of diseases and this is how Jeffrey also I think he's inspired by my grandma as well because he's into that venture now like yeah of course care of his body alkaline and mm-hmm. yeah what he's been and my grandmother was into that stuff so like since years ago man like and um the whole like uh yeah like just homeopathic stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, like a home therapy. Uh, what do they call it? Home remedies. Kind of like, yeah, like that home remedies, but it's like more tactful though. Like it's very, like she studied that stuff. So it, it wasn't like, oh, tomate una Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> it was, like she knew, she knew her like stuff, Like nutrients. Man. What were they? Nutrients. Yeah, like avoid these sugars, avoid these caffeines, avoid these uh, type of foods. And, and then she had like different types of diseases. Yeah. And she would like write out what to eat. Dude, that is insane. So I started reading books recently because of that. I was like, you know what? Let me read more books on that. And I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a brain freak, man. I love because the brain is something that's very powerful. So I was like, you know, let me read about how to, I guess, keep your brain functioning at 100%. So that's why I've been posting a lot of that stuff lately. Yeah. Because it, it all ties in together. Because if you take care of this, then everything else. Like you take care of the body, everything else works better. Yeah. You know, take care of the brain, the energy. So I started reading more on that, man, and um, it just taking care of myself little by little. And in this last six, seven months, eight months, I started in January 11th, actually. In January 11th, I was like, you know what? Boom, I'm going to start changing my lifestyle. Not my diet, my lifestyle. Like, like you're working out, you're, you're meditating, you know, I mean, prayer, meditation, mm-hmm. um, what you feed your brain, really being very selective. Yeah. So that, I don't even watch TV anymore, bro. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't watch TV at all, like Dude, it's crazy. I, I don't watch TV. I like don't. yesterday, I was watching a, a video on Coachella, but that was it. Like I was like, oh, I've never been to Coachella. I want to know what's up with Coachella. So I was, that was pretty cool. But but you do tune in because I've seen this. You mm-hmm. got to have the balance, right? Yeah. You do tune in like for baseball games and because you're a big fan of sports, right? Yeah, not as much anymore. Cool. Not as much. You're like I'd rather spend the time with, with your son mm-hmm. or your family, right? Yeah, like. And and going back to the the feeding of the, of the mind and the body, man, like um, like reading the books, man, has opened my eyes that I can make an impact for the kids that I work with. Like their brains are so fresh, we can actually you know create a plan for them. Like you know, parents, like this is what you gotta do. Like before you even start to teach him or her, you know, like create. Uh, exercise program not program but it's just like an exercise routine where like they're doing something athletic and right after that 
you teach him words or concepts and then boom that becomes like a you develop them for this life bro. yeah like which is essentially it's our job um because there's a lot of downtime now in kids mm-hmm. lives where they're just on the ipad and Love and it. you know we're guilty of that like i mean my daughter owns an ipad and all that stuff right but in the past bro it was like they were learning how to go outside in the field and and work and i mean us too right growing up with corta la yarda or like it was like learning to be uh uh efficient productive yeah. member of society as people say but dude that's insane and i want to I, I wanted to tap into that right like how this all has i mean you're doing it now man but you're impacting three-year-olds and and below right yeah. and obviously the the those you work around because i imagine you impact them as well yeah. your family right mm-hmm. and then um just now in social media like being you share things and you might not know who's reading it right so it's very key that the that is, yeah. yeah bro that the energy is getting out there and so and it's crazy because you're telling me that uh one of my coworkers, she told me hey man uh she's like eric thank you very much for like sharing that information it's helped me a lot like i was like oh it's cool man like i didn't i just do it because i was like i'm gonna send it out if you, if it captures your attention or it sparks something, then awesome. I think that yeah. But I I don't like I, I want to be the helper. I'm not that. No 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 no. There's there's like I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I'm making this up uh-huh. as I go. But that thought sparked this, which is it's like a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Like um, someone gets inspired, writes a book like 300 pages, right? Then we go, and I say we because I think like we're on the same like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. frequency that we, we love the, i love reading about uh, reading about the brain right yeah. and so then you read it and you're supposed to dissect like the good pages yeah and then boom you share it with those that you influence mm-hmm. and then they understand it and in turn it impacts others mm-hmm. and dude that's the thing and at times um to kind of humble ourselves is that we're at the lower end of that tier yeah. at different times right like if it's something completely new then yeah. we're at the bottom we're the consumer about it like mm-hmm. that's how i feel so um dude it's awesome i love it uh i want i'm gonna ask you a series of questions right like that way yeah um kind of tap into this like most impactful book you've you've read what is it where there's light where there's light who's do you know the author yeah yogananda okay Paramahansa yogananda he's actually it's like a it's not the autobiography though right? no no, this is this is a different book. Okay. It's actually shout outs to Joel Cotton. He okay. actually let me borrow that book. Oh, awesome! Uh, he's at I think he's at Print, Print District. I think is the okay. name of the business. Yeah, he let me borrow that book, man. <laughs> no, I took it for a ride, dude. I, I had that book for like a year. He's yeah. Like, he like, hey, dude, where's my book? <laughs> <laughs> so be uh, where there is where there's light. Where there's light, where there's light is super really good book. It's kind of like a thoughts and on different parts of your life and. A lot of awareness. I think that book helped me a lot too, man. Okay. When I was reading, I was like, man, this is stuff my grandma would tell me, you know, yeah. in, in a deeper connection to spirituality. Yeah, dude, it's it's good. It's love. Whether like love. love is everywhere, bro. Yeah. That's all. That's all it is. Um. All Where right. So is a good book. Uh, also, the autobiography of Yogi is a really good book. The Bible is a good book. Um. That's about it. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, what's three books? Do you what are <laughs> Ask Gary V. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read the whole book on Ask Gary V though. <laughs> Every part of it. <laughs> How to sound cool on a podcast for dummies? Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, you're, like, you're like, I read that before I got here. I read it on the way over here. <laughs> no, bro. 
the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's a, have you given a book recently? Like, what's a, a, what's a book you would give to someone? Is it one of those three? No, actually, no, 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 no. There's more books, man. There's more books. There's lots of books, actually. Uh, I mean, one real quick, real, real quick, real quick. Dude, get, take a, your time, bro. Okay, because I feel like I feel we like are I'm, who we are, who we, we have are, to be yeah, right now. Take it slow. Man. Yeah. No, so like, um, real, I, I was a hard person to sit down and read, man. I could never read a book. Yeah. Never, man. And a couple of years ago, I was like, I'm gonna make a freaking, you know, uh, what do you call it? Was like a decision, dude. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this goal that I'm gonna read one book this year. Yeah. It was like like going back to like let me give up my phone for one minute. You yeah. Know? Like, little by me, little, yeah. One book. So I read one book and then I was like, all right, let me read two books this year. And then I think last year I was I read two almost almost four books in one year. I was like, Yes. Hell, and what's your goal now? I don't know, man. Just to read the right books. Dude, get Not on to, dude, get on Audible. Like uh, Audible? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I need to check it out. Read the right books. Yeah, because right now, like, I'm all into the whole, uh, the changing of the mind and how we can enhance our brain. So I'm into neurogenesis. I know that was... Oh, yeah. I'm like, what's... Yeah. Neurogenesis is like this... It, it's been around, but now, like, a lot of... There's a lot of, uh, what do you call it, research done by different universities, and they're trying to figure out if the theory of neurogenesis is, which is almost 100% working, is the creating of new nerve cells in your brain. And uh, people with Alzheimer's and they have those like dementia and stuff like that, you can reverse that disease, man, with the new research that's going on, neurogenesis. And you can do that just by exercise alone yeah. and diet without any medications and crazy like medications that they're giving over the counter. So you can like just take vitamins and eat really good, healthy, and exercise, but you got to do it like if you start right now. Like, which you're going to, like, all of us yeah. are starting. Like, there's a lot of people working out now. You're all automatically working on that part of the brain, like, to fix your brain. And, and like, all the sugars that we eat, it decreases the, the neurons and all that stuff, the connections. Dude. So, all, that's why I'm all into that right now, man. Like, I'm reading the right books about that because it, it makes a big impact with the kids that I'm working with. And not only that, but the overpopulation of a lot of people out there yeah. that, that are eating very bad and, yeah. and unhealthy it's going to create a lot of problems in the future man so I'll, i'm going to be prepared for that so i can help these people out dude i love that that you said i'm reading the right books but my thoughts is like the books choose us mm -hmm. okay so yeah. they come to us and yeah. joel gave you that book yes. at the right time at the right and time and you gave the autobiography the yogi to jeff i think or, or you oh, yeah, told yeah. him about it. i told him about yeah. it and he's boom he and picked then it he up. told me yeah and then eventually like i'll get um you know it, it kind of goes around so mm -hmm. the books will come to you if you're listening mm -hmm. like but just uh put yourself out there like say i want to read and then the right book will come to you um yeah. that's how i think um the the best impact i want to ask you um music anything what are you listening to that's inspiring or podcast anything what are you listening to Uh, on the podcast side, I'm listening to your show, which is thank man, you. I'll give you props. You're doing an amazing job, like amazing job, like for real. You, Josh, I listen to yeah. Josh a lot too. My, my rotation on podcasts is like, okay, let me listen to AOTB today, but yeah. it's like three hours. Okay, let me listen to that one, and then boom, let me listen to Oscar. Boom, right away, boom, I get that. And then and Rogan. And nah, I listen to Rogan anymore. Okay, cool. And then I listen to. Uh, What's his name? Dr. Mark Hyman. Okay. Oh, yeah. You shared, you shared that on Instagram. And then I listened to uh, Bulletproof Radio. 
I followed. This is really good, man. Really good stuff. Uh, not everything is, but I mean, they go to a lot of different types of uh, stuff on the mind as well. And then um, uh, Ramdas, Ramdas Ram in my rotation yeah. as well. Let's uh, be here now. And be here now, yeah. And then I know what you're talking about, bro. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You you enlightened that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, what's the other one? Um, Eastern spirituality and yoga. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, there's like several. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. But mostly on on health and wellness and all that stuff. Nice music. Music. I don't know that music. I like. I told you I don't listen to much music. I don't like to like whenever like like uh, what's it called Nicholas Whips yeah. was on Josh's podcast. Let me I was like let me check out his music. I really when How I listen to it? music, it, man, he's he's good by the way. He's really good. Laredo, he's he's from Laredo originally. I think he's in Austin. In Austin. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I actually came across him. Too. Nicholas Whips, man, he's killing it right now. Okay. Yeah, he's really good because I mean it goes back to my musical roots, you know. And I was like, yeah, these guys are these kids have a lot yeah. of energy, man. They they're going in the right direction. Uh, my my cousin Jay, I listen to some of his stuff. Jay, Jay Zilla. Yeah. Rhyme Scheme, my other cousin in Chicago. Oh, shoot. Okay. Rhyme Scheme. Or he goes by Navarro now. That's our uh, our last name for my my grandmother's side, Navarro. Um, And then a lot of the Beast Coast music. Be- That's Beast what, Coast. What's Beast Coast? Beast Coast is, okay, let me en- read. En- this is, enlighten me. Enlightened. Okay. The Beast Coast is like, uh, this is what I like. This is actually, let me, it's going to go tie back to everything we're talking yeah. about. The Beast Coast is like a movement in the New York City area, and they're from Brooklyn, most mostly mostly all the groups there, and from some parts of New York, and it's like the Flatbush Zombies, uh, the Underachievers, um, Pro Era, which is Joey Badass and his group, you know, Dirty Sanchez, he has a group and a record label called Forty Seven Records. Um, all all the all those kids, man, they were like, like some by divine intervention like talking about spirituality and like meditation and chakras and all that stuff it's like they caught my attention man back in 2012 so i was like let me follow these kids man and then damn they were so ahead of their time with their music so they've inspired me to like listen to them and and always check them out they have, sometimes they have like stupid music so if i do spotify beast coast you might there there'll be like a playlist maybe maybe yeah okay, for sure cool. for sure yeah do it but, like that but it, there's like so much and the reason I like that music because it reminds me of my childhood years when I used to listen to hip hop which yeah. is uh, the golden years of hip hop I was all into that my, me, Ricky, Jeff but mostly Rick, Rick and I we had the tapes this is before the CD so we had yeah. a lot of the the tapes on on the first uh, I guess rappers that came up in yeah. the 90s man like the biggest rappers we were like man this is cool it's cool stuff so it brings me back all the, these Beast Coast kids we're gonna take you back there they they brought that same energy, but now they're they're doing it their own way. So that's the kind of like music I like right now. Dude, that's about us. Yeah. Um, so with you, man, like what what are your what are your plans right now? Like what do you think? What do you see? I know you're you're very into the mind body mm-hmm. right now. You're kind of like I say, trying to master, right? Yeah. I don't think we ever become like mm-hmm. masters, but like you're you're trying to develop that, right? Yeah. Um, what what. What do you see? What What do you envision like for yourself going forward? I think um, one of the things that I I think is like little starting little, like I always think baby steps in everything that I do, and I always end up doing good things. You know, so I think right now I'm taking steps in the right direction, man. And in the future, you're gonna see a lot of good things in in the, in the right way, in a good balanced way, like just balanced. Because um, like I started a new little business with my wife. 
a couple of years, maybe like this year. But we started with these baby steps like two or three years ago with the vision, the plan. like, And now it's into fruition in this baby year. You know, this is our baby year with that, with that little business. What is we it? Actually, we have a business called Print Wheel, the Print Wheel. Okay. And we have uh, everything from making shirts, simple prints, not like yours, <laughs> yeah. simple prints. But then we have like the event letter size. You know, I don't know if you've seen. Oh yeah, I saw them. I saw. We have like these four foot letters or three foot letters, and we have them for events. So that was one of our our like little mind playing visions from like three or four years ago, and now it's into fruition. So it's like little by little, man. Yeah, baby steps. I call call it yeah, small steps, big results. Yes, sir. Yeah. And people have a different big results, and then they want to do the small steps. Yeah, no, man. No, it's yeah, small so, steps. Big yeah, results. yeah, and, I'm, and I think uh, everything everything happens when it's supposed to happen. That's another one of my quotes that I created that in, that in my mind, they're like, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Like, I'm here right now because this is supposed to happen. So every little step that I take is leading me to where I have to be. You are where you have to be, right, at certain points. And then everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And if you just love, which is another quote of mine, yeah, just love. If you just love, everything just happens the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And you're you're just going through the, you're not fighting the forces. You're just going yeah. in the right direction. The narrow path. Whatever path, you know, yeah. just the path. Yeah, dude, it's an, but it's like yeah, uh, the narrow gate. Like mm-hmm. Jesus said, not many people get through it. Yeah. You know, it's like you just stay there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, bro. That is awesome. It's very inspiring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you threw a couple motivational quotes. I'm not going to ask you that question, right? Because you threw. But I have another one. Okay. Ah, now, oh, yeah. G- do, give I me do. a quote that's that, that really like inspired you. What is it? Okay. The, that, thank God you asked me that question because I almost forgot. Your grandma. No. Ya no llores. No, no, no. No. Eres el prieto, me decía. That's awesome, bro. No, actually, no. One of the quotes that's really stuck up with me. And this is, this is why I say words are powerful, right? Of and course. Powerful. The power of words. When I was a kid in elementary, I think it was third grade, in Perez Elementary, and thank God whoever put that quote up in the gym, it said, winners never quit and quitters never win. Dude. And that quote, man, has made a big impact in my life. Dude. Yeah. It like, seriously, it's like, it, it, sound, it, sound, it sounds so like juvial. Cliche, like, yeah, but. But it. It does, man. Like, it, and you can, like, you can quit and like, dude, you're never gonna see anything. You're like, yeah, you just quit on the on the idea. You quit on the on the project. You quit on the school. You quit smoking. Yeah, <laughs> anything, bro. <laughs> you know, but no, no, no. I was playing smoking. <laughs> no, but like, uh, on reality, dude, it's just like, if you if you don't, <laughs> it sounded crazy, right? <laughs> quit on the smoking, bro. <laughs> no, no, but on the reality, man, it's like. I, I actually, I had a softball team. I have a softball team with my daughter. And I coach them throughout the year, like every now and yeah. then. Like, so I use that quote with them because I know it make a big, 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 big impact on me. Yeah. And I know it's going to help them, you know, like just in, just implant a little bit of, uh, of that winning attitude in and anything someone. you do in life, man. Anything you do. I love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, so um, and wrapping it up, right? I always give the person the mic. Can you give me another hour, bro? Yeah. <laughs> when and wrapping, you you could come back. We do it. Featured guest. Something you inspired and uh, hear it. So listeners mm-hmm. kind of hear it. Was having a a show on meditation, but having like a panel. Yeah. So that'll be something coming up. I have cool. another idea for talking about anxiety. 
mm-hmm. things like that, right? But meditation, yeah. bruh, like, uh, I'm going to invite you back on that, right? Yeah, man, But, sure. um, yeah, as I wrap it up, <clears throat> um, as I wrap it up, ego, right? As we wrap it up, yeah. uh, I give you the mic at the end, right? To kind of share some words that hopefully inspire or enlighten someone, right? But, uh, for me, bro, just meeting, like, uh, I, we knew each other, but I had, I had never dug like deep. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I love that you were up for this and you came and, and just seeing how you connect, um, the great, um, thought leader, but entrepreneur business person with Steve jobs. Right. Obviously like creator visionary. Yeah. But he said, you can't connect the dots going forward. You can only connect them back. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think during this interview, right. People are able to see, how the dots have been connected for you, right? Yeah. And how you've influenced people and how you're always who like you are to be, who are you you're supposed to be. And I see that. And so you impacting the three year olds, right? It's just like you impacting anyone of any age. Yeah. And so I think um thank you for that, for sharing like insight into like your journey and how you've developed your mind and people are gonna get inspired by that. And I do wanna ask you before that like where can they follow you, right? Like, uh, so that they, they can see that. Cause I think you give a, um, I don't want to say a shortcut, but like, it's like a segue into reading the right things. If yeah. whatever it is they're looking for. So like, where can they follow you? Oh, uh, well, Eric Castillo, <laughs> Eric S Castillo Instagram, but I think it's Eric underscore S underscore Castillo at nice. Instagram. That's where I post most of my stuff Cool. on Snapchat. Um, I don't even know. It's a E underscore SC23, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then on Facebook, yeah, it's Eric S. Castillo. I yeah. mean, I don't post that much on Facebook anymore, but... Um, but the stuff you do, man, is impactful. Yeah. So, yeah. When, so I, when I do, when I do, yeah. yeah. It's key. Yeah, you're not posting uh, random mm-hmm. stuff. So, if y'all want to go follow Eric, that's where you guys can find him. Yes, sir. But thank you, man. Thank you for being here, right? Thank um, you for having me, man. I want to ask you, so, like, if you had to give our listeners write some words of advice or things some words that have helped you on how to find what makes them passionate or how to start living their happy life or get on this journey what would they be man i think uh, the power of the mind of like really just sitting down and paying attention to the verbal the visual the spiritual cues that are coming into your life and being very aware of that is going to lead you in the right path because if you're filtering all kinds of information from different sources that are not good or bad or whatever, just different sources. But if you just go straight to the source, you know, and you connect, you will, you will be led the right way. And we'll wrap it up with that, man. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Mm -hmm. How'd you feel? I feel good, man. Yeah? I feel amazing. Yeah. Bro, you're floating. You're levitating right now. Ah, spiritual. I always tell that to my friends. Signing out. Signing out. Peace out.